Welcome to the Family Bible Journey. With millions of other podcasts out there you could be listening to right now, thank you so much for listening and joining us as we journal through the Bible. This is episode 19, season 1 of the Family Bible Journey Old Testament podcast. Today we're looking at Genesis chapter 25. The title of today's podcast is A Family Divided. Our key verses for today are Genesis chapter 25, verses 21 to 23. We read, Isaac prayed to the Lord for his wife because she was barren, and the Lord granted his prayer, and Rebekah his wife conceived. The children struggled together within her, and she said, Why is this happening to me? So she went to inquire of the Lord, and the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two peoples from within you shall be divided. The one shall be stronger than the other, the older shall serve the younger. This is the word of the Lord. Here in this chapter, we hear of the death of Abraham. Abraham, who lived to be 175 years. Abraham, who after being married to Sarah for many years and having children both by Sarah and Hagar, also, we are told, takes another wife named Keturah, and she bears Abraham many sons. And these sons, we are told, are sent away from Isaac, that Abraham took care of them, that he fulfilled his responsibility to them as their earthly father, but that he sent them away, that he sent them back to the east, to the very land he wouldn't send his son Isaac to. He sends them back east on their own, and he gives everything that he has then to Isaac upon his passing. And his sons, we are told, Ishmael and Isaac together, they bury him in the same tomb that he had purchased for Sarah. And so Abraham and Sarah lie at rest together there, waiting for the day that God is going to raise them from the dead, as that is his promise for all people. And now that Abraham has passed away, the story transitions fully to Isaac, Isaac and Rebekah. And we are told in this story that Rebekah and Isaac have the very same problem that Abraham and Sarah had, and that Rebekah was barren, that they weren't able to have children for many years. And this is a tragedy, and it's an issue that many people still have to deal with today. And we're going to take a little bit of liberty here. I'm going to take some liberty with this podcast. One of the things that we're going to do on the Family Bible Journey is that we're going to talk about these sometimes difficult subjects as we continue through the podcast. And we're going to talk about the reality of infertility because this is something that Isaac and Rebecca dealt with and something that many of the patriarchs and the many of the important people of the Bible had to deal with. And this is such a hard thing for many people to to handle and to process. You know, women's bodies were were literally made by God to conceive and to bear life and to have children. Uh, Adam and Eve were were blessed and they were commanded actually to multiply and to fill the earth. And when you have a, a good and faithful family, a, a husband and a wife, and they are unable for whatever reason to have children, this is something that can cause a real burden for them in their relationship. It's something that can make many people question their purpose, question their worth, question their value, especially women. And I have counseled many women who have had difficulties with miscarriages or not being able to conceive. And it can be a heartbreaking thing to have to deal with. And many times it is some of the sweetest women, some of the women who would be the absolute best mothers ever. If there was a mother of the year award, and I know that there are many of them given every Mother's Day, but many of these women who are for whatever reason, unable to conceive children or just never get the opportunity to conceive children of their own. Many of them would be excellent mothers and many struggle with feelings of inadequacy or worthlessness or other emotional distress because they are unable to do the very thing that their body was created to do. And if you find yourself struggling under that burden, I want you to know that you are in very good company because you are in good company with people like Isaac and Rebecca, 
like Abraham and Sarah, and many of the most faithful people that we're going to see portrayed throughout the scriptures. And when we are struggling with something like this, something that we have no control over, something that is very difficult and very hard for us to deal with, oftentimes our temptation is to focus on the things that we don't have. And I want to encourage you that if you're ever struggling with some sort of inadequacy or or feeling that maybe you're incomplete as a person or, or that God is withholding something from you, please don't let Satan use that against you because God loves you just the way that you are. He has created you the way that you are, and he is the one who has given you this life, the life that you are living right now, in order to love you in that moment. And so there is no such thing as an incomplete person or an incomplete woman just because of the issues that we may be dealing with. And there are many ways that God can create families. He can create families through natural conception and birth. He can create families through adoption. He can create families through uh, mixed families and marriage. Uh, There are many women who are mothers. I think of many of the nuns who served in the Catholic Church who maybe didn't have any physical children of their own, but had many spiritual descendants as they brought generations up in the faith. And so I want to encourage anyone who is dealing with this issue of infertility to take it to the Lord in prayer. And I pray that you are able to see him at work in this because he loves you and he withholds no good thing from his people. It may be his will that you have children in a delayed and an older age like Isaac and Rebecca. It may be his will that you don't have physical children of your own, but whatever it is, it is good and there is blessing in it. And don't let yourself be consumed by the negative feelings that many are tempted to think of themselves because something in their life is not the way that it could be. Returning to our text, we see that Isaac and Rebecca are blessed by God to have children. But when Rebecca finds herself pregnant, she realizes she doesn't have one baby in her womb, but two. And these two babies are struggling with themselves, even within her. She asks God and she asks herself, what is happening to me? And God tells her what's happening to her. He says, two nations are in your womb and two people from within you shall be divided. The one shall be stronger than the other. The older shall serve the younger. And these two sons that are inside of her womb are none other than Jacob and Esau. Jacob is going to be the one who is second born, the younger son. Esau is going to be the elder, and he is going to be the favorite of his father. He is going to be a man's man. He is going to be a hunter. He is going to be a gatherer. Later in his life, we're going to see that he is going to command a troop of hundreds of men. He is the kind of person that you just would want to be around and you would want to lead you. He's strong. He's smart. He's brave. And for all those reasons, he was the favored son of Isaac. Jacob, on the other hand, he's a softer man, maybe a genteel man. He preferred to stay around the tents, hang out with the women, talk about the day's business. And for these reasons, he was the favorite son of his mother. And these two sons are at odds from the moment of conception, wrestling with and striving against each other. And we're going to get to see how their relationship plays out as Esau, by the end of the chapter, turns out to be a little bit impulsive, a bit impatient, not willing to wait for much of anything, while Jacob, it seems, is a bit of a schemer, a planner, a conniver, if you will, willing to take advantage of somebody when they're down, like his brother, as he does at the end of this chapter. And so these two brothers are in many ways polar opposites and they treat each other as if they were polar opposites because they just don't seem to be able to get along. But both of these boys are going to be raised in the faith. Both of them is going to know the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac, their father. 
And even though this family is going to be plagued by favoritism, which is something that many families, even in our day and age, deal with, they are going to be a faithful family. And they are going to fulfill God's promise for parents and children as Isaac and Rebekah raise these two boys to know the Lord God is God and is their Savior. And they are going to be the ones through whom God is going to continue to keep this promise of a Savior as they grow and in very short order go their separate ways. But before we leave them today, let us conclude today's podcast with our blessing. We appreciate your prayers for our podcast. Please pray that God would bless us with his Holy Spirit, with listeners, and the resources to do the work he has put on our hearts to do for you and everyone else who may be listening. May the Lord bless you with his Spirit to be a blessing to coming generations by sharing the faith so that they too may know the love and blessing of the Lord. Amen.